Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to day 23. Audrey. Bienvenido. Shalom. All right. All right. <laughs> Hi, everyone. We well, are in, yes, welcome. We are on day 23, looking at what God has promised you. Audience, what has God promised you? Hmm. I know that he has promised you some things. And no matter what he promised you, it will come to pass. Yes, it will. And we'll continue to look um, at our examples of seeing God's promises come to pass, no matter how long it took. So let's start today um, with prayer. Audrey, if you pray for us, we'll get started. Yes, indeed. Lord, we thank you for being our hope. Yes, Lord. Sometimes, Daddy, it's hard waiting. But Holy Spirit, you are the one that fills us with hope. Fill all of us with a brand new dose of hope today. That we will wait in you and on you. We will not grow weary, but we will mount up with wings like eagles strengthen us for the journey refresh our hope refresh our dreams refresh us as we wait on you we look to you as we study your word how you fulfill promises through the ages so no matter what promise we have right now that we have probably placed on the shelf or even throw it in a bin and you know we usually say bin number 13 where nothing, it gets discarded. We ask that you bring these promises back to our remembrance, that even now we will have refreshed hope, knowing that your word is truth. And whatever you say, God, it is so. You're not a man that you should lie, nor the son of man to repent. Whatever you have promised your people, whatever you have promised us, oh God, it is yes and amen. So we thank you for that hope today. We thank you for that hope right now as you touch our hearts and renew our spirit and that we will believe again. Yes, we will believe again. We will believe what you have said to us in the past, what you're saying to us right now, and we'll continue to believe that you are a promise keeper. And we give you thanks and praise in Yeshua's name, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Amen. So I'll read um, today's. What are we looking? What chapter? Matthew three, one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> so we'll do Matthew three, one to three, mm-hmm. and I'll read. Um, the the Passion Translation which says this is the scroll of the lineage and birth of Jesus the anointed one the son of David and descendant of Abraham Abraham had huh? Matthew 3 oh sorry Lord have mercy And I was reading, I'm like, something doesn't sound right. Yeah. <laughs> Forgive me. 
Okay, so it says, it was at the time that John the Baptist, the, John the Baptizer began to preach in the desert of Judah. His message was this, the realm of heaven's kingdom is about to appear. I love that version. Mm-hmm. So you better keep turning away from evil and turn back to God. I think that 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 needs to ring loud even right now. Mm. Isaiah was referring to John when he prophesied a thunderous voice. One will be crying out in the wilderness. Prepare yourself for the Lord's coming and level a straight path inside your hearts for him. Wow. Can you read verse three once more, please? Mm-hmm. Isaiah was referring to John when he prophesied a thunderous voice. One will be crying out in the wilderness. Prepare yourself for the Lord's coming and level a straight path inside your hearts for him. I pray that the Lord raise up some John the Baptizer right now that will echo that voice, that those words, because yes. hmm. echo, echo, yeah, yeah, echo, um, verse two. I want to read that again. The realm yes. of of heaven's kingdom is about to appear. Yeah, so you better keep turning away from evil and turn back to God. Yeah, yeah. We need that echoed in the earth right now. Yes, and to make your heart right before him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we talked Monday about, we talked referencing from Isaiah 40 and three, where Isaiah quoted, was quoted saying, listen, I hear the voice of one shouting, make a road for the Lord through the wilderness. He was prophesying about John the Baptist. Mm-hmm. And here we are in Matthew chapter three, long after, and we're seeing John the Baptist actually doing what was prophesied. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So this is what we're trying to show. It doesn't matter how long it takes, it shall be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. This is our examples here that we're giving to you. These are the examples in the word of God, which are for us to to hold on to, to be strengthened by, to see that, look, we weren't the only ones waiting. Mm. Because I'm sure at the time, God's people were waiting for this to be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Years upon years upon years upon years. Where's this Messiah that we're told about? Where's the one who's going to be crying out in the wilderness? Who's going to be making straight the way of the, of the Messiah? Where are they? I, they were waiting. As you say that, it's mm-hmm. like a lot of times I have heard people made this comment. From I was born, I've heard Jesus is coming back. <laughs> yes. mm-hmm. And where is he? Mm-hmm. And like you said, Isaiah said this many years ago to a group of people who I'm positively sure none was 
in existence when the actual thing happened. But it did happen. Some died believing it will happen. Some probably just brushed it off. Oh, there he goes again. But it did happen. And I'm wondering right now that we're here and we're even talking about repenting. Turn your hearts back to him. Mm -hmm. Many will say, oh, I have time. Oh, I've been hearing that for so long. From I was a little kid in Sunday school, they've been telling me this. And now I'm a grandparent or even a great grandparent or even a parent. Or, you know, time has passed and it still didn't happen. <laughs> you know, so, hey, but I'm here to say, what if it does happen in the next two minutes from listening to this podcast? It did happen. And may we say to you, there are people that have died and have gone. And it may not have happened the way they thought, but guess what? They don't have a chance again to repent. But right. you have this opportunity. You have this time. And it is a good time to say yes to Jesus. It is such a good time to say yes. To make your assurance knowing your destination known. And in the interim of time, you will enjoy the benefits that come with salvation. We did that whole series about a month ago, Michelle. The benefits mm -hmm. of salvation. Yep. You know, so you can go back and listen to the benefits. But we're saying here, John the Baptist was spoken about many, many, many years. I'm sorry I didn't look up to see how many years ago. It did the time of the promise to the fulfillment of the promise. But it was many years, not five, not 10, not 20, hmm. beyond 30. You know, mm -hmm. but guess what? It was fulfilled. And that's what we're saying, guys. Whatever the promise God has given to you, let's start with salvation. Let's do the part that we need to do by saying yes. Or whatever promise God has given to you, it doesn't matter how long it takes or what it looks like right now, what situation we're in. His word is truth. His word will not return to him void. It must accomplish what he has said. Yep. If God should say right now, the sky is green. Guess what? When we look, we'll no longer see a blue sky, but we're going to see a green one. <laughs> he said, the sun shall rise in the east and go down in the west. Not one day, no scientist can prove to us that the sun rose in the west and went down in the east not one day i don't care if we have hurricane tornado whatever it doesn't affect what he has already said we don't see the stars during the daytime we see it at nighttime the That's moon right. we see at nighttime the sun we see in the daytime i mean these are things that god himself ordained have already set up and we have to understand that no matter how long the promise really, and, I, and I'm glad that we're doing this, Michelle, because it gives me a fresh hope, fresh hope to believe yes. again. Yes, you yes, know, yes. Fresh hope to believe again, because there's some promises that I've shelved 
Then I have not even thought about for myself because I'm like, that was back then that I had this great big thought and it must have been my thought. But no, God made me a promise. And guess what? In my lifetime, and if it doesn't happen in my lifetime, in generations to come, it will happen. So I have to walk with that hope and believe. I'm expecting, you know, like an expectant mother. That's right. You believe. You know, it's not like now where everybody can just go and do a they do ultrasound because they want to know the gender. Guess what? Years ago, that was not applicable. You had to wait until you actually give birth to hear the midwife or the doctor say to you, it's a boy, it's a girl. We'll never hear it's a plane or a car. But we know it's going to be a boy or a girl, right? Yeah. But you have hope that they're going to have 10 fingers, 10 toes. They're going to be okay. You have that hope. And you walk around for nine months with that hope, not knowing what you're carrying. But we have hope for delivery. We're not going beyond nine months. We'll never be pregnant for a year as a human. And that's the hope we have. We will give birth to what God has promised. And if it doesn't happen in our lifetime, our next generation will see it. That's right. It's a divine guarantee. Yeah. And God's timing is perfect. That's right. He knows when to release it, how to release it. Mm -hmm. Because everything is preparation. Mm -hmm. Preparing you to receive it. Even the difficulties and, and the hardships we go through. It's preparation for us to receive it. Oh. I love finding his promises in the word. I don't know about you, audience, but it, like Audrey said, it gives hope. So I pray that it is giving you that hope that you need today to just hold on to whatever God has promised to you. And I pray you come back. I pray that you come back so that we can finish up the week um, looking at what God has promised you and also get healing through the word. Be blessed, everyone. Shalom.